1: against Gill a crowd on its feet. Allen for the win. Welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast.
0: What up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. Got my guys Roy and Robbie talk some Jordan releases, some Zion signature shoes, maybe some uh Monstars if we want to go down that path. Probably some cat talk just based on the uh the pre-recording here that we've been conversation we've been going on. So, what's good guys? How you guys doing? <laughs>
2: Feeling all nibbly bibbly lack I'm feeling perfect. Right? <laughs> oh, okay, man. so let me just say, so Nick brought it up. Is it just me, or is Damien Lillard horrifying? This is, this is the first take of the day. Episode. Okay. He's horrifying looking at that robot.
1: No, no, no. I'll, I'll I mean, see your Damien Lillard take, and I raise you Diana Taurasi.
2: She kind of looks like any, like... Me, uh, she, kinda, bad, you, you know,
1: she reminds me of uh him from the powerpuff girls but without like the she's got that hairstyle Without but the snake mad. thing always freaks me out i mean it's like it's a staple of scaring young children we saw it in harry potter we saw it in the jungle book you put a snake in there some kid is going to be petrified for the rest of his life so i'm sorry for that kid in advance i'm just telling you my dude or my dudette it's going to freak you out
2: it's just it's wild because like the original Space Jam stuff was like really cutesy. Now it's just like, blah, They're called the Goon Squad. Yeah. Anywho, how are you, Nick?
0: I'm good. I'm good. It's been it's been a busy day, but you know I'm excited to talk to you guys. I'm uh, not so excited about some of these upcoming releases, but I'm I'm sure. Usually, what happens is I I do the. Uh, Nah, not really for me. And then we talk about it, and then I'm like, hmm, yeah, that looks pretty good. I could probably work with that, you know? So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to talk to you guys. Hopefully it uh, doesn't cost me anything, but,
1: you know. Just a piece of your mind. Just, yeah, just a piece a of mind. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
0: just jump right into it. What do you guys been rocking? What are you copping this week?
1: I'll go ahead and go first. And yeah, go I yeah, I wore my LeBron Acurials, the LeBron 10 Lows. that in terms of Halo speak, they kind of look like Needlers because it was that plum with that Volt Green. It's just yeah. a shoe that I beat up to the ground. And yeah, it's, it's a good beater shoe. And for what I'm copying, I'm not sure yet. I think I just got access to Swoosh. So I'm hoping that that Space Hippie colorway that I keep talking about, that finally comes to fruition and hopefully it's under retail. Robbie, how about you?
2: Man, so I wore my... Sarah Kuzay's and I actually named the shoes Sarah Kuzay. Like S A R A H. I put some good creases in it. Like I wore them twice this weekend. and I got like some, like a little bubbly in the front already. After like, this was literally like me just wearing them around the house. And just then a like, couple of wears, huh? Yeah. Damn. This is two. Wore them two days. I don't know. But man. I, I planned on wearing them, so that doesn't bother me. But it's just like, huh? Now I look at it close; it is getting kind of bubbly. Um, It's like not good lasagna, but they're still really cool, though. Like they were, they were comfortable, Uh, very fun wear. The kind of shoe where it's like any sneakerhead I feel like in their 30s saw old heads with like every fucking dunk, and then you're just like, I don't have any of those. And then like you start getting some of these classic nostalgia be true to your school, vintage, whatever you want to describe it with. And it really does make you feel like, I get it. I get why this shoe is popular. There, It's a fun wear. Yep. Um, when it comes to copping, it's tough. I, I want to just put my entry in. So Reebok's doing this, um, this giveaway, this contest is probably a more accurate way of stating it this contest with that new motorsport shoe coming out, the one that looks like the Oakland Raider or as Mike was saying about row it, the San Antonio Spurs, of course um, they're doing this, like um, Reebok customs event where if you get to like design your own copy of it, and if you win, they'll get you your own, like motorcycle, like you know, a little dirt bike. If you like first place wins a dirt bike. That's of like your dope. own custom so i just got thinking to like the supreme stuff they've been doing there was the supreme dirt bike there's a, a supreme ski do so just like random but it's also is that the new wave for like did, not just shoe retailers but like collabs like we're we're gonna start doing this like dirt bikes i think it's tight like I, if i can get like my own design reebok dirt bike and go do some jumps that'd be sick if i can get a supreme ski do I don't think I'd resell it. I think I'd
1: use it. <laughs> I'd find reasons to. I mean, Oregon, historically we have the grungy Willamette River, but I think we could class that up with a nice tasteful sea dew and maybe that Harachi purple. That yeah, I'll go with that. Nick, yeah,
2: would I, you rock a, a, a Reebok iverson dirt bike? Yeah, would you oh, ride of course those? yeah that'd be sick. Yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah, I, I so I I got my uh I got my motorcycle license like years ago and then never bought a bike. so I'm kind of just like waiting for the right timing. So if, if I win a bike, of course,
2: <laughs> can you use a dirt bike on the major road if you have a license? or there still a li- it,
0: it depends on the bike itself. Um uh-huh. there's like variations that some are street legal, some are not, so
2: I'm, I'm not, not gonna sure. open that door, but yeah, I, I just thought it was really cool. I was like, huh. There's a lot of giveaways, there's a lot of partnerships. But if I can get a a, a, a freaking motorized vehicle out of it, yep. go look at Reebok, check out their Instagram, go figure out how you can enter. Um, I would do it. I I told some friends, my like, man, is win this. We'll go out, like Ro was saying. There's like sand dunes in Oregon. You can go hit all kinds of places.
1: Nick, yep. when you win the motorcycle, yep. can you do a shot by shot remake of Usher's nice and slow video where it's just you cruising <laughs> around Paris? And then yes. you're just lamenting about your lost love mm-hmm. as she's been kidnapped by some goons. And then yeah. you spell your name out Ian GV <laughs> <sighs> Oh
0: my God. Yes. Yes. I will definitely
2: do that.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I don't ask for much. <laughs>
2: oh, man. What, what are you trying to cop, Nick? What, what are you even rocking?
0: Uh, so, rocking, I got a, I, got, I dug a little deep this week um saku Cortana sakami three um so you can see there just an old running shoe i think it's probably like 2013 2012 something like that but um yeah just uh you know
2: doesn't that uh, kind of look like something different the tooling kind of look like what new balance has been doing with like the new 992 or whatever like the v yeah whatever Looks very familiar. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, like the, the thing is like a lot of running shoes is like, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of similarities across the brands, I think. But mm-hmm. um, definitely a, a more comfortable pair of shoes for me. But um, as far as like copying, um, I'm trying to think like uh, the last the this, the last uh, thing that I saw yesterday was that there's going to be a shattered backboard dunk low
2: oh yes
0: which uh yeah that's definitely something i would happily uh yeah happily take so um but i don't know i mean there's there's also a lot of other interesting stuff coming out i think like the uh there's like a the multicolored new balance 550 to me is pretty dope um Another Saucony had another um, like vegan shoe that's kind of dope. Uh, I forget what they called that one, but it's basically claim to fame is that it's made of, I think, six or seven materials in total, uh, all of which are, are natural materials. So assuming they didn't use like any kind of toxic glues, then that shoe should be completely compostable, recyclable, whatever. Um, which, you know, we haven't seen too much of that. So I think that's super dope. I'd love to get a pair of those and check them out. But yeah, actually a lot of stuff that I I would like to get my hands on right now, but hard to pick and choose.
1: That's super cool. No, I mean, I'll put it this way. Ever since I've become a member of the show, I have been a bit more selective with my purchases because I think we hear the OGs talk about where the shoes that you have and when you have as big of a collection as most of us do, within this audience or this community, it is kind of a challenge to be like, okay, what can I do to wear these pair of shoes today? But yeah, every now and then there are little waves where they're like, okay, there's consecutive heat dropping and not in the sneaker sense, but in the more attainable sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think Great. that's the hardest part about like, like thinking about buying stuff, right? Like, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I think we would all be interested in, but like the, the frustration level on it mm-hmm. is not worth the actual energy. Um, I will say that uh, John, who is in the Discord, hit us up on Twitter and he grabbed the, uh, what's the bluish, purplish Cosmic Unity colorway? I forget the name of it. The Amalgam? Amalgam, yeah. Um, Those things look awesome. And I I liked them from the beginning, but seeing like real pictures from somebody that's not taking like, you know, Nike site photos... Um, even just like, you know, he's not doing anything crazy or anything, just like a, a, a normal picture. So you can kind of understand what it actually looks like. Actually looks really good. I, I would love to grab a pair of those if I can find one in my size. But yeah, um, no, I feel, I feel like, like we've been talking a lot of cosmic unity for the past couple of weeks.
2: The difficult thing is coming to the realization that just like so many pairs do release a month and like, what's, what's realistic three pairs a month that's not so realistic when you take a look and you see that you have like a lot a lot of pairs in the back already so it's like do i need three pairs a month every month for 12 months when i have x amount already back there so yeah it is interesting to see the selectiveness
1: yep and to your point, I was at a local Dick Sporting Goods and I saw the Space Hippie colorway of the Cosmic Unity and that shoe is beautiful in hand. Like there is a certain elegance about it when you're looking at the photos and the photos in our Discord are fantastic, but I was taken back by how beautiful and how different it looks because when you see it up against a shoe wall, against a Kyrie, against a KD, it sticks out in the best way imaginable. So I'm hoping more people continue to pick up on it because I would love to see what the Cosmic Unity 2 looks like if we ever get that chance
0: i would i would think that that we would at the kind of the rate that uh the the interest seems to be there right and i'm assuming that they made a ton of those shoes because cosmic unity is the one i think is still on nike available so
1: yep uh, all three colorways last i checked
0: mike not being here but uh live now on twitch in the midst of uh the finals game with baylor so Mike said he was tired from driving, but I we we know he's just watching the championship game
2: for real.
1: (laughs) No, no, he. I talked to Mike, and as big of a San Antonio Spurs fan as that guy is, he really is trying to be the best dad he can be. And with Mike, I'm sure he's going to do it. So he's actually in a Lamaze class. So if you see Mike, (laughs) just give him a (laughs) for us because you know what, do your dad thing, Mike. We're proud of you.
2: Actually, that'd be a really useful class, I think, for all of us. Just from like the amount of food. You know, oh, like you get good food baby in there, you're just like can't roll over from this burrito. Uh,
1: oh, you know. Why is tummy All time an right. under one activity only? I feel this like a lot of into, this is turning into
2: Mace's breathe, stretch, shake. So I'm just gonna we stop. <laughs> All right.
0: So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna also uh circle back to, to, to basketball, but uh just a shout-out Stanford women for winning the championship. Uh, I mean, ridiculous, right? Like, And a San Antonio tie-in. Kiana Williams is from San Antonio. They won in San Antonio. I mean, Mike, if that doesn't want to make you buy some Spurs sneakers, I don't know what does. I mean, it doesn't make sense. But yeah.
1: Do you think the long drive was him going to San Antonio, his favorite city in the world, <laughs> to watch that game, and then the long drive back is just... <laughs> it's more a psychological thing because there is a certain spirit that breaks when you enter the gates of Houston, when you've been to a cultural hub like San Antonio. So
0: I, I actually really do like San Antonio. I mean, I lived in Austin for a few years. Uh, San Antonio is, is an underrated city in my opinion. Fair. It's an underrated city. Now I'm not speaking about the basketball team, but I guess we could, we could even tie this in. Let's, let's talk about this week in sneaker history. And talk about some more spurs uh information for our buddy mike who's not not with us today i'll 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 actually let Ro jump on this one because we talked a little bit about before before we started recording
1: (laughs) so the big fact that we found because we were looking through the players birthdays and there were a bunch of scrubs quite frankly so sorry Nerland's noel your birthday is this week hey (laughs) anyway i digress the big thing we found was Today's date, Albert Spaulding invests $800 to start sporting goods company named Spaulding, which manufactures the first official baseball, tennis ball, basketball, golf ball, and football. So without a basketball, there's no sneakers. So I think Mr. Spaulding should go in that upper echelon of Mount Rushmore indirect influencers right alongside Dr. James Naismith and the Whoever the originators of hip-hop one may think it is. And yeah, I think it's great that we are using this opportunity because truly, without a ball, there is no game. And without a game, there's no sneakers. And without sneakers, there's no podcasts. Although I still think Nick would be riding around Paris wearing an eye patch and a motorcycle, saying his name out loud while he once again he's looking for his lost love. <sighs>
2: I can't even follow that up. I, I know. What are we? Like, it.
1: This is like it, we need to go
0: to straight to commercial break or something with that one because that was too good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah. So on top of uh, you know Spalding and and you know essentially be like literally the only face on Mount Rushmore. Really, like if we don't have the ball, then no game. So um, for me, uh, the other exciting thing that happened this week was in 1992, Michael Jordan played his first major league baseball game well not ma- major league baseball game he was still in the minors but played his first baseball game the back
2: first in t-ball game
0: <laughs> um it's it's probably safe a safe bet that he was wearing the jordan nine but there's slight possibility i'd have to look this up there's slight possibility he was actually wearing like generic nike cleats at the time like just like their average run-of-the-mill baseball cleats because that would be in his first game would have been a A tough. uh It would have been a tough task for them to turn around actual cleats for him in time for him to play. So,
2: yeah. Which I think. So LeBron every now and again is photographed warming up or practicing in like a generic ash shoe, and it's like I think it's cool though when like the top the top athletes like I'm just gonna wear this. You know I can get I can get a dick sporting good right now because I like it. So. That'd be tight if MJ was wearing just some like run-of-the-mill Big Five.
0: Nice. I mean, he de- he definitely played in in some some kind of average cleats uh, over, over the course of of his baseball career. So I just can't remember off the top of my head what he wore in his debut. Um, there's a lot of sneaker knowledge in my head, but at this age, not everything is accessible anymore. So.
1: So I just Googled Michael Jordan's first baseball game and it does look like a pair of generic black cleats, but I may be mistaken. I'm sure there's some significance to it if somebody's there. But yeah, I would assume that that 30 for 30 Space Jam where the catcher's telling him like what pitch is coming. I remember in that movie, I think he was wearing some sort of Jordan hybrid cleat, but I don't know. That's a documentary and maybe it's fake news. Who knows?
2: Honest question. Did he wear his UNC practice
1: shorts? Underneath his baseball pants. This is bugging me because I think you're right, Robbie. I think he didn't, and that's why he did not come across as successful on the diamond as he did on the hardwood.
2: I'm just thinking Space Jam. They make it a really big plot point to get those damn shorts and the Jordan twos. or the that nine. That is interesting. Yeah, like yeah, grown men you can't wear a full pair. I guess back in the day though they were like short shorts, like a really big pair of boxers. So
1: I guess me. We- my question then is, who was the guardian? Of, who, who was the guardian of those uh, shorts? Wasn't it the pit bull, and he named yeah. him Charles? And I'm wondering, is that an alpha move, or <laughs> like, how does Charles Barkley really feel about that? Because the way I look at it, in the future when we get the sequel in July, is LeBron going to have a parakeet that he nicknames the Truth? Because that's a Paul Pierce or Paul the parakeet? I don't know, but like, I and I enjoyed that bit of trolling because what we were talking about prior to the recording was moments in cinematic history where we just see a goof on camera. At this point, it was the stormtrooper that a uh, stormtrooper that bonked his head, and I wonder if that was Jordan's way of saying, "You know what? I'm going to name this bulldog Charles." Because by all intents and purposes, we don't. I don't think Jordan ever owned a dog, did he? I don't think. But you brought it
2: up, and I didn't want to bring it up ever because <laughs> the man who was living. Let the man live. But I was just talking to Lower East Scribe, aka Terrence. Less um, about that Paul Pierce stuff. And it's like I went from liking Paul Pierce zero percent as somebody who beat my Lakers in the finals and then played for the Clippers. I can't stand Paul Pierce. So it's like that. He went from zero percent like to fifteen. He's up fifteen percent. <laughs> in my book just because that dude was living and it's like if you're gonna get fired for it sure i mean i totally get it people have been fired i think for less at espn but like damn paul like you, stupid as hell i put in that live but you were a living and i respect
1: it up 15 percent here's the thing he is the hottest free agent in all of sports journalism right now and if i'm fox let's just dump the uh, the give him the blank checkbook and let him host that show where it's literally a poker tournament every week with strippers because at this point embrace it and do it like sports cap uh, sportscasters after dark Paul, though, up from zero to 15
2: percent based off of some ignorant actions that it looked like i'm just jealous i can't go do that you know i'm just <laughs> i'm mad at him this i didn't want to bring it up but bro kind of brought the name up so I was like all right I gotta let yeah. this. this is why i'm yeah. here
1: right. your conscience is clean robbie yeah
0: I mean I think I think like if if he's up 15% just purely based on being a Laker fan, he he started way in the negatives. This isn't just a zero to fifteen percent. This no. is like a huge jump.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean he's done some funny stuff on ESPN. So he went from like negative ten to zero. And then yeah, yeah now mean, he's up to a full fifteen.
1: I'll put it this way, we're we're doing a live show right now and we've got a bit of an audience and kicks with V somebody we all love and respect. Not a fan of Paul Pierce, I ride with kicks with V, so I kicks P to the curb like ESPN did.
2: Fifteen percent is the same shooting percentage as when he played with the Clippers, so it's all right.
0: <laughs> oh man! All right, all right, all right. Let's let's get back a Sorry. little bit on track.
2: <laughs> Reel it in. <laughs> Reel it in. Sorry.
0: We, we... <laughs> uh, what do we What do we got? We got. Do we have a review?
1: I didn't okay. see one on Apple because okay. I think the most recent one was one you guys read a couple episodes ago. I did read the three-star review, and I think that's why I'm a little fired up today because I want to make sure that that person, Serge B something or the other, gets a laugh on his run because he said we were kind of boring, so you know what? I'm, I'm a calmer, gentler bro. I'm not attacking the people that leave us reviews, so I hope you're entertained. Heal, Cinnamon. Heal. <laughs>
0: Oh man. It is, it is kind of crazy though. Like, I don't know. Re- reviews are a very interesting thing to me. I i don't want to get too far into that. Uh, we
2: do have rabbit hole from reviews to previews. Oh, great transition.
1: Big ups yourself.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's see what, what, uh, how how are we going to do this? Actually, you know what, since we're live streaming, I can just throw this up here and, uh, Show you guys what we're looking at while, while we look at it.
2: Ooh. I gotta let's start with the honorable mention that's not on this list: the University Blue Jordan Four coming out April twenty eighth. I guess it's a it's a little it's a little premature to make it on this spring list, but that that four is a is good just, looking shoe. It's the move, man. Is it is the move. move.
1: That's yeah, be, I had. it's the move. It's the move. It's a beautiful blue, and it might be the best shoe we talk about, and it's a shame it's not in the press release that we're going to go through because it's one of those rare colorways where I tend to be a snob, and I'm like, I'll just cop OG colorways because at this point, what we talked about earlier, just have too many shoes in the closet, so to speak. But that is something that was done in a beautiful way, and I really hope that that shoe gets its proper flowers, as the kids may say. When does that want to release again?
2: 28th of April. So on top of that, I mean, I'm going to keep throwing wrenches all over this episode. We didn't even once bring up, I think in the past month or so, the fact that the raging bull five is coming back by the time this episode releases, it would be the weekend coming. That's fucking mind blowing. I'm not going to buy it just because priorities this month. Like, Air conditioning or Jordan? I'm going with the air conditioning. So, um, just I'm still amazed. I think I'll be able to buy that shoe for like $40 over retail four months from now and I'll be able to get it and not, not, not trip on it. But that shoe was at one point probably one of the most sought after Jordan retros. Like, end of statement, not counting the high-end bin stuff or yeah. the dorm becker stuff but you're talking just like coveted retros of the past that thing held its weight for a long time it's a workhorse as a bull i mean i love the imagery there yep it's amazing i would buy it. i mean i would buy it right now but but are
1: you guys gonna have any interest in that like, i think it's amazing it's coming back I will give you my sneakers entry because of how passionate you just told me about this shoe. But do you think that it's going to do not as well that you might be able to get it for 40 off re- or 40 over retail? Because I would just imagine the mythology and the hype behind the shoe. Like this is going to be another one that just skyrockets to like a 500, 600 price point And then never budges from that.
2: No, I mean, there's been very few, I want to say, The Black Cat Four and the Cool Gray Four are the only like 2006 to 2010 re-release of a non-OG Jordan colorway. Fuck, that's a quantified statement. Um, (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like, how many particulars can we put in there? Um, Like, those are the only two that have really like kept or exceeded what I thought they were going to do on the resale market. Like, for the most part, though, people are selling out. I and mean, You we, we can't even get an air structure right now. It's unrelated to Jordans. But, like, people are buying up all the air structures to make $10. All these Jordan retros, people are buying them up to make $30, 40 So, uh-huh. I don't think the Raging Bull has quite, to the new kids, I don't know. Maybe are, are the kids over red suede shoes? I know the last all red Jordan fives didn't do that hot. And if you're a new kid and you didn't know the raging bull existed in the first place, you're probably seeing the same shoe. Like I don't get, I don't know. That'd be, we, we need to just have a young, anybody have a cousin? We can just have as a <laughs> have a cousin or something. that's like 14 on the, oh, would... on the podcast and just be like, here's perspective from a 14 year old. So I'm curious. Kids corner where we just
1: draft somebody. <laughs> be careful I mean, I... with that. But <laughs> It's probably with two K's. Or two C's. I,
0: I think that, uh, I, I don't know, like I'm, I'm kind of in a, in a weird spot with this one. Cause I never really liked like all red shoes. Um, like I wasn't into this first one when I, I tried to get the pack when they first came out and I thought like, Oh, I could, you know, trade the trade, the red pair for something else. Like I would love to have the fire red fives with the uh, 23, the black tongues with the 23 on the side again. Um, but it, it is really weird, all the stuff that's selling out. And I mean, we kind of talked about it. Like if you're in the discord, you, we kind of talked about it on the, on the zoom call on over the weekend with everyone. But, um, you know, the, the weirdest part about the, the zoom structure triax, those shoes sat at. At outlets for like thirty bucks for a long time, like to the point where I didn't even buy them because I thought, oh, they'll always be here for thirty dollars. Like they were there for like months. And the, the other weird part about them selling out this time around is that uh, I think it was Travis in the in the Discord that was saying um, that the quality on them was just not that great this time around either. So
2: I don't I don't get
0: it. I don't know, like, I mean, I, I hope obviously, Robbie, like, you get the, the you know, are they calling the Toros this time, or are they...
1: Toro Bravos?
0: Yeah, I don't know if they have the nickname this time around, but...
2: I don't know, but I mean, but Nick, you can acknowledge, even though that wasn't your kind of kick.
0: Oh, kind of it was name, super dope, yeah. All like, over the place,
2: like, yeah, everybody, it was... everybody wanted that, shoe.
0: Yeah, definitely,
2: yeah. like That was a that was like a South Beach LeBron 8 moment, mm-hmm. like, with that yeah. torn 5, like,
1: yeah. So, Nick, would, uh, would you would you get the Toro Rosso Jordan 5s if they ever made such a thing? Because I know you're a big Gasly and Sonota fan.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Honestly, understand. like, Jordan 5s are a weird shoe for me because I don't like any of the non-original colorways. Like, most of the Jordans, and we'll get into some of them on this episode, like, I just only really liked the way they looked when Michael was wearing them on court. Like, I don't, I mean, you know, like I, I guess like sort of the, uh, was it the, uh, Olive undefeated ones are pretty good. I think I had, I had those for a while. Um, but like, generally speaking, like I, I only like the way fives look with shorts, with the socks, like, you know, the whole nine head. Yeah, like the the you know the wrist the wristband,
1: the mustache. Uh, I'm kidding. Sometimes <laughs> I dream Yeah, it's to your point, I remember being a young kid and picking up the Sam Smith book, The Jordan Rules. And to your point, the Jordan five looked like the coolest thing in the world because MJ was backing down an imaginary defender on that. But lo and behold, when you hold a pair of fives, at least for me it kind of comes across tacky and I will admit because this is a safe space and I have shared a lot with you guys over the past couple of years. The one sneaker I bought purely on hype and I severely regret is the Neymar fives because it looked cool in those photos. But then when you actually get it, I'm like, this looks like a kid's arson craft project. Like I couldn't handle it. So I kind of share your sentiment in that regard, Nick.
2: I'm not saying anything, because I couldn't disagree with you two more. It, five. So you're, so
0: you're, you're with, you're with, with kicks with V and uh, Mario restores in the chat. where are uh, basically saying all red shoes all the time.
2: No, I'm, I mean, I don't even care about the all red shoes. It's the Jordan five as a whole. Like, I love the Jordan five. Gotcha. I so, love it on Sunday.
1: I love it on Monday. I so love it. Talk us through. I need to be converted because I know the five has its staunch and passionate defenders. I just could never get into it. So what about it, Robbie, for you? Like makes it a great shoe. I
2: think it is the most fun Jordan moment because he wasn't the champion yet, but he was just like the dude who could do everything. But now he was five years into it. And it's just the photos, man, like the black laces, they just look so tough. And he was so tough. It's just like it's like Batman in the Batmobile. You know, Uh it's just like the fighter jets. It's like he has fucking planes on his feet and he's going to jump around you, through you, over you um but the, they're hard to wear with like i don't like wearing them with shorts nick's right to that point but i'll wear them with like jeans i'll wear them i don't wear jeans but like with pants um on Capri's. the court they're just uh i don't know the tongue does it for me it, it reminds me of a crown like this big reflective crown on my feet
1: mm. it's a vibe so you are king of the vibes so i agree you know what thank you for sharing with that i kind of have a second thought on it now but not really the the name R
2: five was horrible cuz it had all that 3m on there and it looked like somebody just like wallpapered that print on it yeah and, yeah. yeah i agree i agree a lot of regret with that Anywho, one. these ones nick has had on the screen for a hot minute what's up <laughs> yeah,
1: let's, let's go back let's go back right, to the short right, line
0: where are we at here i i'm i'm, I'm a mess uh
1: it's okay we will help you out. We are looking at the, the white and purple. Here. There we go. Yes.
2: White we're and purple looking. Jordan 1 women's much like the OG. So this is like if the OG metallic purple had a baby with like the 2010 metallics. I don't think they were all metallic, but it's like the white and white and single color Jordan 1 mids from 2010.
0: Um I mean and this is like an original colorway, right? So
2: Yeah. It is. I don't get why it has to be women's. Like, I feel like this is just like an arbitrary, let's put a women's stamp on it just to like have, let them have something.
1: No, it's a very good looking shoe and yeah, selfishly I wish it was meant for a man as well as a woman, but a million dollars, like, it comes up to women's 18. Oh, that it does say it's on extended sizes, so I think maybe that's the backdoor way to get these shoes. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Interesting. I mean, I think that shoe is dope. I don't think I would buy it at this point. Like, I, I'd like it, but if even if it was available in my size, I don't know that I would actually pull the trigger on it because, partially because I would just want all the other metallics, which would just be expensive. Uh, okay.
1: Now I just figured, like, you know, what better way to pair your Tyrese Halliburton jersey with a nice Jordan One? Halliburton. Be- Every time I hear Halliburton. I'm just like, bro, change your last name. I guess not a good sports last name. Oh, it's a Uh, fantastic one. Like, the mental image could be anything. It could be a smart point guard for the Sacramento Kings. It could be a middle reliever for the Sacramento Trash Pandas. Is that the logo on your hat? (laughs) Uh,
0: Not Sacramento, but yeah, Trash Pandas. Rocket City Trash Pandas. Shout out to Dalton for uh, for not forcing me. That was a little harsh. But uh, inspiring me to, to... to buy this hat on one of our zoom calls a few weeks back
2: <laughs> that's yeah now we're talking though so is this is the citrus again like the i believe
0: yeah so uh it's back w- women's La- citrus low gs sizing in 2015 the women's exclusive model features the og patent with the midsole textile upper translucent bright citrus outsole also, new an OG carbon fiber plate. There's the first time, this is the first time it's been included in the women's version. Uh, so, I mean, th- this is a beautiful shoe, but why did it take so long for the women to get full technology in their Jordan 11? But yeah.
2: Well, because Jennifer Lopez once said, love don't cost a thing, but carbon fiber does cost a thing. So <laughs> at some point, they were just like, we're not going to. We're not going to even try to put this in this shoe. We're just going to, we got to sell it at what, $40 lower than the men's shoe. So that's got to be $40 in savings somewhere. But this is like one of my favorite Jordan 11's high or low. I love the citrus. It's so, that's such a good looking shoe.
1: Yeah, I think it's beautiful. I'm waiting for it to come out in men's sizing in 2030 at this rate. So I'm, I'm hoping we get a nice pair of citrus laces as well to just tie the whole shoe together.
0: All right. Now we got a, what is this one? Bright crimson, rust pink,
1: rust pink. I think this is probably the best shoe out of all this, uh, the ones that we'll talk about during this preview, just because it's a colorway I haven't seen before in the three and kind of being a bit of a hypocrite as much as I dislike the five. I really love the three. And it's one of those shoes that I will try to break my OG rule only for if the colorway is nice. And this is a nice colorway for me.
2: Yeah. I'm never going to wear these.
0: Oh, really? I thought for sure you would be into this.
1: Yeah, I, I same.
2: Those are, uh, for, okay. those are for you guys and the ladies. That, not
0: not in a negative true.
1: way. Just they don't speak to me.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think they look super dope.
1: Um, I, I think you would have I, murdered I, a couple of fits with that, Robbie.
2: You know, a boy can do what a boy can do, but I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not at all a traditionalist with the Jordan 3, but those uh, those don't, yeah.
0: Now, I see, don't... that's the weird thing. Like with the Jordan 3, I'm totally more open to non-original colorways for some reason. And I think historically speaking and just for me as a fan, the Jordan 3 is a much more important shoe. So I should be more anti-new colorways, I think, in theory. But I don't know.
2: They're, yeah. Uh... Yeah, sometimes you just don't even have a reason why, like Fair. it's the it's the eye test in the NBA, right? It's just like does it does it pass the eye test? And sometimes no, it doesn't. All right.
1: And that's what okay. So up next we have another Jordan one. Yep. The Mike Special. Oh yes.
2: I'm the good. Mad Watcher ones. They're dope, but just there's other ones on this list. I'd I much rather have the white and purples than these.
0: Yeah, me too. I don't. I, I think they look good, but they they also just look like give me the shadows.
1: I don't mind these. I would rock these to commemorate the birth of Mike's future child. So,
0: <laughs> what else we got? What's next here?
1: Um uh, uh. I'm not seeing it with this one. To so bar your phraseology there, Robbie, it just doesn't pass the eye test for me personally, but I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on this one.
2: I absolutely love it. It's just whether or not I need it. Cause I had the, I had the turbo greens mm-hmm. from 2019 and I wear those things. Those things are nice. I legit those that that's a really, really nice retro. These are just so similar. Yeah. Like, I just don't know if I can, I can justify it to myself, but they definitely passed the eye test. Like that's a very good looking pair of shoes.
0: Definitely. I agree. I think, I think maybe, maybe with Jordan ones, I'm starting to like lean more towards darker colorways too, because all the newer stuff that's like light colors. Like I look, I look at it and think, damn, that's a beautiful shoe. Would I actually wear it though? I'd rather throw on court purples, Royals, like any number of other, like, darker-based colorway with Jordan 1s.
2: See, I mean, that's, in my opinion, the beauty of the Jordan 1. You can literally yeah. do anything to it. Like, I like it light. Normally, I would not say I like it with – I almost want to go shoot up and get the Turbo Greens. But, like, normally I wouldn't like this kind of 90s distressed – Yeah. Yeah. God, it works, man. I mean, like, you can go OG, you can go dark, you can go patina, apparently. But, uh, these are just, I think, the this isn't to be a motif they start exploring a lot more. Like, don't be surprised if you start seeing like a cayenne red where it's like soft blue, like that, or oranges, violets. Um, now you got green, you got baby blue, like this. It's, it's, I think, this is, it's going to keep being a thing, okay, for sure.
0: Did you, um, so I want to say, let me see here. Uh, I'm going to just throw this in here real quick so we can show. But I think these came with the blue, the darker blue laces too. Did you swap the laces or no?
2: Came with aqua, like the same color, turbo green, I should probably say. came with turbo green laces, the purple that matches the swoosh on the tongue tag, and white. I... Believe I put one white and then one green, one turbo green. I I, I really enjoy putting two different lace colors in Jordan ones. Like over half of my pairs probably have mismatched laces.
0: All right, that's 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 something I didn't know. So that's that's a gem handle. for later. I could see that coming in handy in a trivia night someday.
1: Oh, trivia night! You don't say. And no, shout out to
2: the the shit trivia night man because like i wouldn't even know that i mean straight up if i was like if i was asked robbie how many pairs of jordan ones do you have with half of the laces being different i'd be like a quarter it'd probably be a different answer but <laughs> half all of them it could be all of them i don't know but most definitely most these would for sure be a split lace yes this one for sure one pink one white or fuchsia, whatever.
1: It's called fuchsia, right? These are the sport fuchsia. Or... Yeah. Ah, fuchsia so. is more purplish for some reason. But then again, what do I know is about this, color? Is
2: this? I was pulling the strings. Is this really called the fuchsia? Let's, Let's find see. out. Yeah. No, pardon me. Light fusion. I know it was fused something. Oh, yeah. Light, Light fusion, fusion, laser orange. Yeah. So, so mean, that's yellow and pink, first of all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fusion red. Like arc reactors and stuff now. Like I just don't get.
1: uh. (laughs) Yeah. Iron Man, Space Ghost, a lot of different pop culture vibes that I remember from our talk with Mr. Unloved Ones. So, yeah, I mean, these are interesting shoes. I think out of all the ones that we've seen thus far, these are the ones that speak to me personally the most. But I don't know. I think like all Jordan ones, this one will sell out before I even have a thought on whether I want to buy this or not. So good on you, bots. Yeah. Oh. I'm buying uh,
2: <laughs> for sure. I mean, like, this is, isn't it kind of rare to see? Like, I've never seen this mixture of colors on a, I almost want to say on a Jordan. I don't think we have.
0: Yeah, it's definitely so not.
2: That's why I'm interested. Like, oh, this is something new. It's, yes, it's going on 30 something years old, but it's new.
0: Yeah. Mario, that's a good, that's a good point Mario made in the comments. Triple up the laces like the old LA Gears because that colorway actually looks like, something you would see on an la gear shoe back in the day too that bright combo yes i could totally see those laces like yeah that would be dope all right so this is jordan four uh we're not going to call it a white cement because it's not completely the right combination of white cement but
2: yeah, it, not. I,
0: don't know.
1: I don't It's i don't just a little too white for me I just want some splash of color there, and I wouldn't even mind if it was any color, but I don't know. Something about this just doesn't captivate me the way fours sometimes do.
2: Yep, same for me. Okay. In their current state, I 100% agree. But imagine having some kind of, like, graphic designer or a doodler, somebody who's good at making little tight drawings, just, like, go ham on these uppers. Just, like, do... Anything, really. Tight circles, little creatures. Uh I just think something kind of like reminiscent of street art or pattern would look really cool with this shoe. Yeah, the concrete. I think concrete's better to say than cement, right? Yeah. It's, it's that the same. same concrete. Um I think you have to do something to these. This is for like I'm gonna make a Satan shoe with these. I'm gonna put a little bit of blood sir.
1: up in that air ball bo- or in the oh, air bubble. come on, come on. I listened to that episode last week no, so I- are you
0: are, are you suggesting that that Nike would make a shoe for customizers? Maybe
1: I am That should be their plan like give kids paints with these and let them go nuts. I mean, they did it with the Why not?
2: the first why not shoe the first russell west book west Brook shoe um was a white plain canvas and it came with black sharpie blue red and green and go yeah. do whatever the hell you want on it like this would be so cool to have a jordan little sharpie come with it or like mario restores over here do something fucking crazy with it you can do this is a, this is a great great blank slate you could do some fun things with this. Yeah, yeah so a, I th- go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Nick. Go ahead. I was just going to say I think it I think it's just interesting that they basically did like a very similar colorway. So this has like a a red reddish orange Jumpman on the tongue, right? And it's so close to the Aman Ama collab mm-hmm. on the 3 that's coming out. It's just odd to me that they have such similar color palettes on these shoes. They, I mean, I think they both look beautiful. I don't think like I would end up getting either of I mean, I don't think I would actually have a chance to get either of them, but I don't think I would buy either of them unless I was going to have Mario customize them.
1: That's exactly mm-hmm. what I was going to say. Shameless plug for one of our community members, Mario Restores. He would go ham on these. So I'm going to refer to these as the Mario Force because I expect Mario to drop gems with this sort of blank silhouette.
0: All right. This one just pisses me off. <laughs> is it Brazil or is it the Oregon 6
1: without the Oregon logo?
2: It's a Brazilian exchange student visiting the University of Oregon.
1: <laughs> this is the Brazilian replica kit that you get from a favela as opposed to the Nike store where it's kind of got that banana-ish color, but this is more of a unripened banana.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is, uh, I mean... Don't get me wrong, black six with one accent color like this looks great, but I'm also like, I don't know, I'm just not into it.
1: Is this a volt? Like are we officially volted out? Is this the moment where the volt has jumped the shark? I think
0: this is a electric green. Ah. So, so it's volt. Yeah, um, so it's volt, but not bolt. So
2: I mean, like Nick said, you kind of can't go wrong with infrared blocking on a jordan six but how this is spring i don't i don't see it i mean they gotta throw
0: some they gotta throw some colors in there that aren't so light right i think that's like this is like the the like appease the people that only want black shoes shoe for the summer maybe Is i don't know
1: are black shoes a summer thing? Cause I would figure like, you'd want light and airy similar to the citrus 11 that we talked about or the blank white force.
0: No, I'm saying like, you know, most people wear white shoes throughout the summer, you know, more people wear white shoes throughout the summer. But I'm saying this was like, well, we did all these light colored shoes. Let's throw in a, a black pair just to keep the, uh, the other people happy.
1: And Kicks with V, bringing me the context, this is nighttime wear for the clubs. And thank you for that, Kicks with V, because I know once I, pair, I did the faux pas of matching a red t-shirt with red shoes, and they would not let me into the club because they said I was gang-affiliated, to which one of my co-conspirators for the night said, really, what gang do you think would endorse this 180-pound soaking wet Indian kid? So we laughed about that, but secretly I cried. But thank you for the context, Kicks with V uh you're obviously
2: a sleeper agent duh yep
1: west side bumblebees <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. All right. <laughs> all right the all flag. right so so technically
0: this is a retro of a retro right yes hmm. i can't remember when this colorway came out uh 2006
2: sounds a boot, right
0: Let's just scroll down here and see. Yeah, two thousand six. I think this shoe is beautiful. As a Kings fan, as a uh, fan of the color purple, both the color and the movie, I could totally rock this shoe. But I'm also, I'm just not excited about it. Like I don't know. Normally, I would say fifteen years is a good is a good amount of time to leave a shoe on the shelf and not bring it back. But Maybe I need another five years before I want this one.
1: Do you need more purple on this?
0: I mean, I think it would be awesome if there was a little bit more purple on this. But you know, like, even just like on the midsole, right? Like if you threw in purple there, right? but i think I think this is what this is kind of what happens with this is totally a, a little rant about to happen. What I think happens with Nike colorists or with color designers at Nike is that, they create something that, you know, has a certain feel, a certain vibe. And then they realize like, okay, well, maybe we should go a little bit safer with it. So purple is obviously the one color on this shoe that is going to keep people from being interested. If you leave purple off the shoe, you're going to have, you're going to be able to sell more units in theory, right? And, and not just actually selling a product, but selling up the chain within a corporate setting. Because generally speaking, people buy white, black, white, gray, white, navy, blue, more than almost every other color of shoe. But what I think happens, and this kind of happened on another another Jordan 7 and another Jordan 6 recently, where the accent colors stay like higher up on the ankles for the most part. So the shoe generally looks like a, you know, you know just a, a, a monochromatic shoe. And that accent color is very low-key very hidden so like if people are wearing it with pants or whatever they're not going to see the purple as much i think it i think it's a selling tactic to to actually color the shoes this way it's basically what huh. i'm getting at like oh, that's, the, that, i have no knowledge that that's truth i just am making total assumptions there
2: like the cool gray three with orange peel and chili pepper you're gonna have very little chili pepper and very little orange peel but you're gonna have a lot of gray because that gray is what's gonna no sell so, so that's a very astute observation this is a great jordan though like the flint i think doesn't ever get enough it kind of gets lost in the in the weeds of jordan retros yep but mm-hmm. i would say it's probably it's top 10 sevens ever in my opinion yeah true.
0: yeah i agree <laughs> all right i already know robbie's fully committed to this shoe
2: I can't even tell what color it is. I'm not going to lie to you. Is that like a, like sea foam?
0: Oh, it's just white.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: Columbia's right. I
2: thought Legend there was a blue. Look. Is that icy? Is the outsole kind of greenish to you too? or Is it just me?
1: No, I can see what you're referring to Robbie. Like it's a very light mint green. Like I'm sure I've paint, uh, brushed my teeth with a toothpaste, that color at some point in my life. That's the prettiest part of the shoe. It's a very good-looking shoe, but I'm just worried I'd be too much of a klutz and a fumbling mess because I know I would dirty that before I even went to the cashier.
2: I think I think Nick was being facetious because I would never fucking wear the Columbia. Like the Columbia is like my <laughs> least favorite Jordan ever. So it's just I like,
0: mean, so, so I don't think that the uh, the mint hue on that outsole is actually intended, right? Like I think it's it's meant to be like the original Columbia's or I guess they're calling it legend blue. So it's meant to be like the uh the All Star 96s.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thousand plushes mint green. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean uh, like it's gonna look good for a year. Then that's gonna turn that's gonna turn yellow. That's gonna discolor. It's gonna It's going to crease weird. Like if this is going to sit, if you're going to have Michael Jordan or Tinker Hatfield sign a pair
1: of Jordans, have them sign these. Don't wear them ever. That's a a good call. As is four out of five dentists recommend sneaker history for all your sneaker podcasting needs.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, we're we're getting, we're getting close to the, to the end here. So let's throw another one at you. This is a, I think this one just came out over Easter weekend, but uh, it's, i uh, so this is supposed to be an ice you know an icy blue outsole right this one normally would have an icy blue outsole if it was original which they're saying that it's arriving with classic og materials but not oh it says classic og materials the shoe comes with an iced out clear rubber outsole and carbon fiber plate
2: i don't know i don't know how many so as somebody who's written much sneaker copy in my life we have to think of another word than iced out when it comes to translucent outsoles, Cause I've used that term at least 2 trillion times personally. <laughs> so I'm, I'm throwing myself into this criticism, Okay, but it, it's just always so funny. It's like, uh, icy iced out. Yeah. Out souls, translucent every time. Um, these are just not for me. These are super cool. These are somebody, if you're a church goer, these are, these are church. These are Sunday church. Jordan's,
1: praise the Lord. Twelves.
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: they were they were released on Easter uh Easter weekend, right? So
1: yep, arriving time sense. for Easter. Yep. Yeah,
2: those are
0: All
2: Those right. are Flyboy Twelves. I think you're a Flyboy. <laughs> you got 12s.
0: So we got we got this one, and then we're gonna wrap with a wild card after the Kmart's. Um, yeah, Jason Kidd, Kevin Kenyon Martin. No, Kevin is. Martin. No, he didn't wear these, right?
2: Kevin Martin, when he played for the Houston Rockets, wore something just like that. I,
0: wow, I think Jason Kidd wore the room. originals just like this too, but it had his name across the tongue. And No, and that's, Ken-
2: I, I think that's another one.
0: Kenyon Martin wore a pair. Oh. Let's see. Let me see what I can find.
2: Good thing it's your screen being monitored, not mine for your search history. Um. <laughs>
0: man okay i i could be i could be wrong
1: let's see now, i'm just trying to picture i i can see kevin martin wearing yeah. these shoes but oh it's oh
2: it's, you're right you're right there's a dependable j post it's it's official <laughs> kevin martin yeah, yeah. What I, I said kevin martin right yeah i said Kevin yeah. Martin. Yes, yeah. did. Yep. if dependable j has a photo of it it's it kevin existed. martin it's, it's it is kevin martin he's in rockets
1: he is the end all be all
0: you're right you're right yep all right all right i was off on that one
1: so switching the focus i mean back to the shoe what do you course. think of this nick
0: i mean i think it's beautiful but i try to put everything kevin martin post sacramento era out of my mind
1: i understand um,
0: so in that sense like i don't want to like it i do think it's a good looking shoe but i also am one of those people that now that we've seen you know Carmines and uh you know the, the the dqm or not even dqm the bacon air max 90s with all these like kind of funky misprints and and just poor quality i'm definitely not interested in a in a jordan 13 with red on the upper because like these shoes are notorious for always having like
2: we got a bleeder yeah like, uh,
0: yeah exactly think about <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. What do, you, what do you guys think?
2: I love it. I mean, I'm not going to buy them just because <laughs> 13s historically have not been. I will say, though, the Hyper Royal pair I got in the fall, I've won those a couple of times, and those have pretty much changed my mind about 13s. But just in the in the grand scheme of Jordans that are both either gray, white and gray, gray and red. I just have so many other shoes that already fit that mold, that fit that that peg I'm looking for. It's even a worse way of putting it. Um, you know, like when you got like the you know the desk and you got the leg and the and the hole. <laughs> it's already been filled. So I don't I just don't need another shoe in this colorway. But if you don't have if you haven't been collecting shoes for a long time and you don't have a 13 or you don't have a 13 in this color, fantastic choice.
1: And maybe that's what Nike and Jordan brand are doing. They're realizing that the sneaker market and the sneaker demand is so high that they're just throwing these entry level collectors shoes there. So that way people can appreciate the actual OG colorways once they get their hands on an OG 13 colorway.
2: What's going to be most dope is somebody who is 15 now. And when they are 25, they see a picture of this shoe and they go, oh, I had those. Those were hella tight. And has like a positive memory with it. Like those have to keep happening for people. So it's like, that's when I think these, these new colorways are, it's, it's not a new colorway, but when colorways that maybe you wouldn't want to put your own dollar in, it's going to yeah. make some kid happy and he's going to have a nostalgic moment at some point. And life is Gucci.
0: Yep. All right. So speaking of uh life being Gucci, how do you feel really? about Zion Williamson's is is Zion feeling Gucci if this is the, the, the Z code that we've been hearing about?
2: Let me be let me be a buck with you. It looks like the Dame. Uh what Dame is it? Oh my god. I think it's I six. Three. It might be it's it's a couple dames. It's a couple dames. It's a couple Team Jordans. I mean, it's what you would expect for any athlete not named Michael Jordan wearing a Michael Jordan shoe. Right. I mean,
1: it's cool, but, but, that's but it. the curse lives on. I think I'll be the bad guy that says it. Jordan brand is where sneakers, a sneakership deals sometimes go to die because they've historically proven to us that they can't make a star out of any endorser. That's not named Jordan. And I would think you have this, prospect that is probably as close to a sure thing as possible because of his game because of his lifestyle because of the hype around him because he's actually matching the hype and to me this is a step back in a sense because it seems very basic in a sense and I don't know how to quantify this other than it saying is- like if, if this was his shoe that was for the grade sk- grade school kids only I think that's a great shoe for a grade school Zion but he's a grown ass man with a grown ass game. And I don't know. Just something about that shoe feels a little off.
2: Nick, thank you for finding that Dame shoe because it is yeah. like very, the, right? It's very yeah, similar.
0: Dame two, very similar. There was even colorways. I, I was trying to find the colorways because they colored the outsole like this one, where it's all multicolored, right? Like, so they would do like camo purple, camo reds on a lot of those releases. So, one of the things that I. so. Aside from it looking like other shoes on the market, I think that it's interesting. I don't think that it's up to like what we would expect from Jordan brand. Um, but I will say that I like the Zion logo on the heel,
2: yeah, if you read that sideways, it sounds it looks like a bad word. <laughs> I, I'm just noticing that
0: it it also uh, it also kind of reminds me of the old Chris Weber logo just just vaguely um i don't know I, I like the vibe of it i mean i like the zw on the tongue I, I think like the the colorway of this colorway is is pretty solid if it didn't look like other shoes on the market but it's man i just don't
2: yeah it's forgettable i mean like it's gonna it's cool but close your eye. okay not us um, ask somebody to describe to you what the flyway looks like. Ask somebody to describe to you what like the first three Chris, any Chris Paul shoe looks like, yeah. like the, I want to say literally the only standout, like memorable Jordan model from a signature standpoint was the second Russell Westbrook shoe. Why not too? I still wear that shoe. She was freaking awesome. No other shoe looks like that from any brand. And I, I know the designer, so like that's why I'm probably so happy with it. I like, mean sure, shout out to Jay. you did a great job, but like that's the only signature Jordan model where it's like banger.
1: I don't know. maybe they had to design within a brief, so they had some restrictions. I just think they could have done a little bit more, and kind of thinking about it a little bit. It Kind of gives me that Steve Buscemi's Hello Fellow Kids. This is what I think a 90s inspired sneaker would look like. Yeah, that's
0: a great way to put it. I don't know. I, I...
1: they dropped the ball. I'll say it like you have this once in a lifetime prospect. Like we haven't seen a charismatic force like, like this since what Stack, Kobe, uh, Vince Carter in his first year. And he, this is the shoe for better or for worse. So so okay
0: i've been i've been going back and listening to some of our original podcasts right we're at 207 or 208 episodes and i went back and listened to like the first five or ten this week trying as i was working because i was just trying to i was trying to 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 kind of feel out how far we've come one of the first things that we talked about in the early episodes was the whole zion situation at duke um And if he would sign with Jordan brand or Nike, and then on top of that, like what, like how he would sell shoes. And I think Zion is an incredible player. I think he's absolutely potentially the face of the NBA. If the NBA chooses to adopt him. Right. If he gets shoes that sell well, but I also still think that his off-court personality doesn't live up to the likes of a, you know, a Jordan, a, West, a Russell Westbrook. Uh, I mean, sure. even, J- even James Harden, you know, like these guys have like stuff that draws people into them off the court. This is also like why I think most people don't like Paul George because he's so quiet, you know, for the most part, he's, you know, it's very, he's, he's reserved, but he's also like, kind of transparent about his own struggles which is not sure. something that Americans are used to same thing would be said about Kawhi I think that Kawhi is easily one of the best basketball players we will ever see but I don't think that his personality will align with that you know part of to Robbie's point about you know uh Paul Pierce right like part part of the the craziness that comes with these guys off the court is what makes them appealing in a lot of ways so my thought is that maybe zion just actually wanted this shoe to look like this and maybe that aligns with his vibe i don't know that that's true i don't you know it's hard to it's hard to you know especially considering we just talked about the greater than series from nike basketball it's hard for me to look at this shoe and get excited about it when those shoes are exciting i know robbie doesn't agree with that but like the technology aspect of those shoes Is like okay finally like let's make everybody great at basketball again the way the the way we assumed that the marketing you know taught us in the 90s 2000s where it was like even the team shoes were incredible shoes now we're at this point where like even the signature model shoe of the potentially the best player in the league for the next 10 years is eh. so um i mean i think there's tons of potential for the colors but i think that it just doesn't stand out enough to be a Zion Williams signature shoe like this. This feels like a a LeBron LeBron ambassador style shoe compared to an actual like signature model, right? Like a takedown signature model to me.
2: So I think it's a real missed opportunity to not use the kind of look and tooling of what they're doing with the MA2. Like I bet you a million dollars if you were to go listen to that episode, Nick's talking about at least one of us said to give him air max. At least one of us said that. So you put that kind of new modern twist on air max that Jordan's already doing. You make that performance based, you have the lifestyle version, the MA two rolled out a month earlier, like they're doing now, get a little traction behind it. It's doing well. Then you hit him with the Zion then you got something going on like the Air Revolution and the Air Max One, you know. So you have like the lifestyle and you got the cutting edge performance basketball. So it's like yeah. that. What is just? Is it a missed opportunity? Yeah. Is it also a victim of a lot of factors? Like this is a kid in New Orleans first basketball shoe we want to spend X amount of money on this, which to flip on that, do you want to short sale or put, put limits on what could potentially be the face of the NBA? Like Nick was saying, like, no, I think that's really dumb. I say you, you whip it out. And if it's the best thing in the world, it's the best thing in the world. If you, if it's not, you make a second one and hopefully kill it on the second. This feels way too calculated. It's just like, all right, we need something that tests well, um, looks youthful, but end of the day, very, very traditional performance basketball shoe in 2021. Very boring
1: and it sucks. I don't want, he's not boring. Yeah, like, but I mean, this is what I am. I guess I'll be a broken record in a sense, right? This shoe is what a 45 year old thinks the kids are into. So there's one point. Second point is this. We had the episode with Pete Crotto about from hang time to prime time, a book which kind of charted the whole course of the history of how the NBA became the NBA. There's a chapter on sneakers. There's a chapter about how the mythology of the Jordan one introduced us to Michael Jordan and then several commercials amplified that. So for me, maybe I'm biased because I've just read this book. I'm used to the sneakers kind of serving as a hype man for the athlete. And I think we've kind of moved away from that in the mid parts of the aughts to the teens, because knock on wood, Nike basketball had these legendary salesmen that for once didn't require the shoes to speak for them. Because you had the Kobe's, you had the LeBron's, you had the KD's, which in a sense is a holy trinity, because any shoe that you designed for them is going to be in the back seat compared to the athlete that they are representing. New players, to me, get a fresh slate where the shoe can do the talking for them until they become that person or they become on that level. And this is that opportunity that I talk about. Like you could do so many things in New Orleans, jambalaya, gumbo, jazz. All these things have hints of improvisation, have hints of collaboration. And that's what makes Zion so fun to watch because he's coming up with ways to defy how we are used to watching basketball being played by a player – of his size of his skill set and then the collaboration perspective of it is the fact that he is probably the best in-game finisher we have right now in terms of finishing oops or finishing and one so to me there's a lot of stuff you can do it's just they haven't done it
0: agreed well said uh i think my only point would i would definitely add in uh uh cafe Dumont as a yeah. oh. as another you know otherwise yeah sugar. Powdered, <laughs> sugar,
1: he like powdered sugar doesn't mind powdered sugar. Yeah, it's, it's
2: the and gumbo aren't they the same thing? that's one with rice and one isn't on rice.
1: I don't know. I we will talk to our senior New Orleans correspondents that I'm sure are in our Discord will educate me on the nuances between the two cultural dishes.
0: Yeah, but um yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting that, that you know, I mean, I'm I'm hopeful that that there's more to this, right? Like. The fact that you're calling it the Z code makes me think that there's still a, a potential, you know, Z- Jordan Zion shoe. But um, I guess that's probably just being optimistic. Anyway, um, I think we I think I think we got our answer from Kicks with V. we
1: <laughs> we well, well, we'll get mean? the
0: full details of that in the Discord though. But um, yeah. I guess I would toss that you know, Zion shoe out to our listeners and say, what's up with this shoe? Like, what do you think about it? Is this to Roat's point, you know, a 45 year old telling, you know, teenage kids what they like, or is it
1: what they think a kid might like? And yeah, forever forever off Jordan seedless.
0: Yeah. Or is it, or is this something that Zion is, is actually, you know, pushing for behind the scenes? Cause obviously he's been there for a while. Had the time to get involved with the design team and stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. I, I definitely think there's a lot of people, at least in the comments that I saw, that are uh, expecting more and hoping for more. So, um, but anyway, that about wraps it up. You can follow me at Sneaker History. You can follow the guys, let them know how to find you. I guess you, you can follow me at Nick involved more importantly, at Sneaker History. I'm just, uh, too hungry so it's all uh it's, it's all it's all just melting together right now like it's a gumbo. all
1: sneaker history just follow sneaker history Sneaker history has links to all four of us and it's not just on instagram we're on twitter we're on youtube i know our missing fourth uh fourth horseman mike is on youtube at mad watcher and i always forget the number but seven eight nine seven eight nine it's as simple as that and robbie where can they find you on all social medias
2: Sneaker history
1: Sneaker History. Fair enough. And you can find me on Sneaker History.
2: We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.
1: Goodbye.
0: Hey, y'all. Nick Engvall here. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History podcast. It really means a lot that you would spend a portion of your week hanging with us, and if there are any ways that we can improve the podcast for you, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you're looking for more content from the Sneaker History crew, head over to patreon.com sneakerhistory and join us for as little as 5 bucks a month. That also gets you access to our Discord group, which is a lot of fun. Also, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. We just started uploading our videos there now, so you can watch the video version of the pod and a lot more. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. It's a small gesture that can go a really long way to making somebody's day a little bit better. Thanks again, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.